Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to Joyful Eating, episode number 53. So today our topic is a fun one. We're talking about ice cream and permission. Yay! Um, just have to share my best bite that I had this week. So on Friday, I made um, meatballs, which I love meatballs. Like the, the boys love them. They're so easy. They cook quickly. Like um, So whenever I do that, I make a big batch. So we've got lots of leftovers to have you know, in, for other meals. And I also love how versatile they are. So the ones that I made on Friday were beautiful. They were um, kind of Middle Eastern-y vibes. So I just put some ground um, bahara, which is like a Lebanese spice blend in them. So they had that lovely kind of subtle spicing. And then I just roasted them in the tray, but I put in some cherry tomatoes from the garden that I just halved. That kind of cooked down into a little bit of a sauce and mingled with the meatball juices, which is so good. And then um, I was, was serving them, I sprinkled over a heap of pomegranate seeds and we had it with some zucchini like tabbouleh, like a salad with um, parsley and zucchini and lots of lemon dressing and olive oil. And yeah, it was so delicious and some mint as well. Um, So it just had that freshness. It was just really, really delicious. Okay, so plan for today is I'm going to share the story of Philippa, who was one of my coaching clients in the Naturally Healthy Club, the story of her ice cream experiment and, and where that led her. And then I'm going to share my own Sunday ice cream sessions um, story. And then we're going to talk about like how you can apply this concept, this mindset to your life. And it doesn't have to be around ice cream, of course, but if there's some food that you have that you kind of feel like you can't trust it, you can't be trusted around, that you, whenever you have it, you overdo it. We're going to talk about like how you can apply this kind of experimental mindset to your life and actually get to a place where you feel that self-trust around whatever it is, whether that's ice cream, chips, whatever. Okay. So the story behind this is, um, so Philippa, one of my clients, she like, she was losing weight and doing really well. Like things were like imbalanced, but what was happening would happen is like, you know, during the week, this guy would go down and then the weekend it would go up again. And then during the week, this guy would go down, the weekend it would go up again. And she, we just kind of like did some coaching on it. And we realized that there was a bit of reward eating going on. So like she was being so good during the week that was driving her to overeat a little bit on the weekends. Um, and, you know, not so much like she was still making progress, but she wasn't happy with how quickly she was progressing and like she was getting a bit frustrated with that. And so what she decided to do instead was to like, rather than have like have save the weekends for all her treats, what if she decided to like just give herself permission to have ice cream every day and like plan that ahead. So if she wanted to have ice cream, she could have ice cream. And she decided that you know for her, like she, if she wanted to have ice cream, she was going to have it in a small bowl and she was going to have it with some fruit. And But if she wanted to have it every day, she was going to have it every day. And of course, <laughs> when she did that experiment, like what she found was like there were days when she was like, uh, no, I'm done after dinner. Like she didn't feel like ice cream. So she didn't have it every day. But the best part about it was that just helped her with on the weekend, not overeating. So, you know, it was still enjoying the weekends and having different types of food on the weekend. And it was, you know, got she got that sense of celebration of the weekend, but it wasn't like this, you know, overeating fest. And she said like, just having that 
ice cream every day, just may eat ice cream. Like, yes, she still enjoyed it when she had it, but it just lost all its charge. It like lost all this, all that, like that desire for ice cream kind of just really toned down because she knew that she could have it anytime. So there wasn't that quick, we've got to eat all this ice cream as quickly as we can because she's not going to let us have any for, you know, for another week or whatever. Like it just took away that scarcity thinking around it and just made it easy and relaxing and, you know, and really fun. And she, you know, she had that if she wanted it and she didn't. And so it just became this like no drama thing. And I've since then, like other clients of mine have used this technique with other things like chips and just things that they've previously thought that they couldn't trust themselves around when they actually gave themselves permission to have it every day in a controlled amount, like setting boundaries around it. It wasn't like just you open the pack of chips and just see what happens, like serve out what you're going to have before you start eating. But it's really magical how this food that once seemed so you know, impossible to resist suddenly becomes like something that you can take or leave or that you can eat in a balanced and healthy way, like have a healthy relationship with it. Like it's weird how like quickly it changes and how quickly, like how easy it can be, be really. Um, so my own ice cream permission story is, so for my Irishman's birthday, I got him actually at his request an ice cream machine. So uh, I used to have one years ago, like when I was single um, living in Paddington, I used to make ice cream all the time when I had friends over. Um, it was really fun, but then it broke and I didn't ever replace it, um, you know, because it kind of went on this low-carb diabetes journey. <laughs> anyway, so since then, yeah, my ice cream was talking about getting an ice cream machine. I was like, yeah, okay, let, let's do it because the boys love ice cream. And I also thought like, this is a really good opportunity for me to have treats and have have ice cream and on a regular basis, you know, keep it within balance so it's not problematic for my blood sugar. So I got the new machine. And so pretty much every Sunday I've been making like a different ice cream for the Sunday night dinner for the family. And it's so fun. Like we've had roast apricot, we've had chocolate, we've had strawberry with you know, farm, strawberries from the farmer's market. And, um, and I love it because like I can control the ingredients that go in. So I know that the creams from where the farmer's market, where I get my cream from, like so that it's, the cows are being well nourished, they're grass fed, you know, it's all good. And the eggs are you know, from my chickens and from my neighbor's chickens. Um, the strawberries were from the farmer's market. Like I know where the ingredients are coming from and I also can control the sweetness. So it's just so, fresh ice cream is so amazing. It's just so delicious and it's really fun to make. And the cool thing is that like I've been doing this work for so long now that I, I, can, I knew I could trust myself around having an ice cream machine. And in the past, like, you know, 20 years ago when I used to make ice cream, I'd be like, you know, licking everything and tasting everything. And just like, I'd feel a bit sick even before the ice cream was made, like finished. Whereas now I know I can like make the mixture if I need to taste it to just test it for sweetness or just make sure it's okay, I can test it. Sometimes I get the boys to taste it for me, make sure they're happy. And then I know I can just like make the ice cream without licking everything. And then you know, when it's time to eat that we can actually, I can sit down to my little bowl. I only have a small bowl, but I can enjoy it. It's And that's enough. And it's all in balance and you know, it doesn't do anything. I don't have any problems with my blood sugar or, or my weight or anything like that. Like it's just this really easy and fun thing. And it all comes back to this idea of me feeling like I can trust myself, believing that I can trust myself. And so therefore, I actually, and my thoughts around it are that I can trust myself and therefore I do. It was interesting a few weeks ago, it was Fimba's birthday, my youngest birthday party. And so I'd had planned to make 
ice cream for like it was on this whose party was on the Sunday and I had planned to make ice cream for dinner like for us to have for dinner that night but of course getting ready for the party I didn't get it done and then so after the party finished at like one o'clock um, yeah, the boys are stuffed because they'd had all the party food. I hadn't had my lunch yet, so I was hungry, but I was like, oh, I want to get this ice cream made. But it was really interesting because I was so hungry when I was making that, that ice cream, like that was strawberry. I was like, I found myself like scooping into it and hoeing into it. And I was like, whoa, hang on. And I just like just stopped myself, you know, went, hang on, we don't want to do this. I, I want to want to enjoy my lunch. It'll be better if I don't overeat this up ice cream mixture now. Um, We'll have more ice cream for later. And I just coach myself in that moment to remind myself that it'll be better. And of course, and I also acknowledge, like, of course you want to eat this, Jules, if you're starving, like, but it's okay. Like you can wait a couple more minutes. So I paused, chose again, got the ice cream into the machine, got my lunch ready and it was fine. And one thing is that I didn't make that incident mean that I couldn't be trusted around making ice cream, that I'd have to stop and we'd have to give away the ice cream machine. All I made it mean was that just, okay, I need to be really mindful that if I'm making ice cream mixture, I'm getting ready to make ice cream. I don't want to be doing it when I'm ravenous. Like I want to be doing it earlier in the day when I'm not not hungry or after I've had something to eat. So I'm not super hungry. And it was just an easy lesson that I could take away. And so I know that for next time. So how can you apply this idea to your life about giving yourself permission to enjoy treats? And really, it just comes down to making a decision, like deciding that you want to do an experiment and deciding to try it out. And maybe you might decide to do it for a week or two weeks and just to see what happens. So you want to keep this experimental mindset. The next thing is to like choose what your boundaries are going to be. So decide in advance using the best part of your brain, like your prefrontal cortex, how much you want to have. Like, so think about it. Like, you know, if I had a healthy relationship with ice cream or chips or whatever it is for your chocolate, cakes, cookies, what would that look like? Would it mean that I'd have it every day or would it be like a couple of times a week? Like, And just think about frequency, like how often do I want to be having this? And also like when I am having it, like what's a reasonable quantity enough to, like what would be good for me to feel satisfied, but not feel like I'm overdoing it. And it's important to choose those boundaries of like timing and the frequency and quantity ahead of time. Because if you're in the moment and you're waiting till you're in the moment to decide how much ice cream to have, your brain, of course, has got this sugar hit going on. So of course, your brain's going to want more and it's going to be easy to overeat. So you want to make that decision ahead. And then in the moment, you just need to coach yourself to manage that self-talk so that you are able to stick to your plan. So you know when your brain's telling you, oh, I want more ice cream, maybe I should have some more ice cream. You're like, yeah, of course, you want more ice cream. Like I last weekend I made this like honey roasted macadamia ice cream with a vanilla base and it was like so good. And I was putting away the honey roasted macadamias because I was I made a heap of them to keep in the freezer because I'll once you're making a batch, you might as well make a big batch. And my I was putting them away and my brain was like, oh you know, these are so delicious. And I like had to coach myself and remind myself that no, I'll feel better if I don't. I'd already had some. I knew they were good. I they weren't going to change any, they weren't going to taste any different now. But I was able to coach myself on that. So that's the thing you want to do is just be ready to of course you want, you're going to want more and just be that parent to yourself and go, no, it's going to be better if I stick to what I'd planned. And, and that's it. And then the, uh, the final thing with this is, um, is just also being aware and, and deciding in advance, like, what are you going to make it mean if you fail? So when you do overdo it, say it's cookies and you do have 
finish the whole pack or whatever it is, you can decide in advance that you're not going to make it mean that you can't be trusted around, around cookies. You can decide that, okay, this is something that I can learn from. And you can look at you know, what exactly it was that caused you to overeat the cookies and think about what you'd want to do differently next time so you're, that you're always learning from whatever happens. And you're not using it as an excuse or a reason to beat yourself up and tell yourself that you can't be trusted because <laughs> that's you know not gonna that's not helpful. So yeah, well, just to recap on that. So how to apply this to your life? You just want to decide. You want to just choose your boundaries. So you're making sure before you start eating that you like have decide the quantity of like how much you're going to have. Then you want to manage your self talk in when you have the urge in the moment to have more, and you know go over whatever your boundary is that you've you've set. And then the final piece is just if and when you do fail, like just being mindful of what you make that mean and approaching it from a the mindset of like curiosity, not condemnation. Yay, how fun that we got to talk about ice cream today. So our key takeaway for today is that like this is possible. If you if there is a food that you have that you think that you can't be trusted around, like it is possible for you to change your relationship with that food. And it just starts with applying those steps that we've gone through today and believing that it is possible for you to change your relationship with whatever it is. And if you want help with this, if you want to get to a peaceful place with ice cream or chips or cookies or whatever it is, then I invite you to join the Naturally Healthy Club. So it's my six-month group coaching program, which gives you a personalized, simple, doable process to change your relationship with food. So you enjoy eating well automatically and feel good in your clothes. So we enroll twice a year. And for more details, um, go to Stone Soup and click on the coaching tab or check out the link in the show notes. It's really fun and I would love to welcome you in. Okay, have a beautiful week and I'll catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes, so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.